Hi everybody, welcome back to Dollar Dollar Bills, a way of life to build personal wealth and financial freedom. It's Ashley back with you guys for the part two of my credit card rewards, travel, all things moving and shaking episode. So the last time that we talked, I really just gave you guys a little bit more detail in terms of what specific strategy we're using from a credit card perspective going forward at least into 2024, probably 2025, and opening that Chase Sapphire Preferred card using my husband as a referral so that he can get points, I can get points, and just strategically spending on that card for the next couple of months so I can get that intro point offer. So the next thing I wanna talk about is just kind of a general discussion around Travel Tuesday. Again, it's pretty late and delayed for any benefit you guys will get with this conversation in 2023, but that's okay. I think it's still very appropriate and a great proactive way to get you guys ready for 2024 and beyond for Travel Tuesday and how I think you guys should start optimizing Travel Tuesday in a way that's going to benefit your wallets, give you guys more opportunities to take those trips maybe you didn't think you could afford before or take more trips, go more places because you now have more money to spend on different trips since you're saving on some of the trips that you had already planned. So going back to Travel Tuesday. So Travel Tuesday, it's a national shopping day that's geared around everything related to travel. I would say it's very new in terms of Black Friday and then came Cyber Monday and now Travel Tuesday where airlines, hotels, everybody associated with travel is really really starting to take advantage of their own day where they are providing some nice cost savings for customers. So in general, what I'm seeing is that you can find anywhere from 20 to 50% off any kind of deals from packages to flights to hotels to cruises to everything travel related, even luggage or travel accessories or things that might help your travel go smoother. Everything and anything seems to be about 20 to 50% off and there seems to be most if not all travel-related companies really buying into this and, and participating here. So it's a great time to do some comparison shopping or to plan out for the following year's travel goals. Like I mentioned, I think the end of the previous year is a great time to proactively plan for the next year. And proactively planning, it may be impossible. I had mentioned that it's not really possible for us right now for 2024. But if you have a good idea of your income, of your excess, of your savings, it's actually very beneficial to proactively plan travel because in most cases, you can get better deals and it will help you save money in the long run if you can plan ahead. The other thing I do want to mention is with Travel Tuesday, you are at a huge advantage and I mentioned this in the previous episode, but you're at a huge advantage if you have flexible dates in terms of when you can go certain places and also if you're a bit flexible on your destination. Both of those things matter because you will find some really nice deep discounts and deals, but oftentimes it's not exactly the time of year you want to go or it's not exactly the location you you were planning to hit, but If you do have that flexibility, if you are willing to be a bit lenient on where you want to go and when, then it can give you a lot of bang for your buck. So just looking back at this previous Travel Tuesday, and just to give you some guys some examples, if you aren't aware of Travel Tuesday or if you haven't really had a chance to dig into it yourself, some of the things that I've seen are up to $700 off flight and hotel deals if you 
buy certain packages or spend a certain amount of money. I did see floating around, I don't know if it's still a thing, but Frontier was offering like a $4.99 for the year, 2024 flight deals. And it was a fly as much as you want deal for $4.99. So that's $499, fly as much as you want. I know it's Frontier, it's not one of your premium carriers, but that is a hell of a deal, especially if you guys do travel a lot domestically and where Frontier travels. So that's something that I thought was really interesting. Southwest has been doing about 30% off their flights. I've seen 40% off Antarctica cruises. JetBlue has been offering flights as low as $49 to various tropical and winter destinations, so on and so forth. Honestly, I couldn't spend this whole episode just giving you examples because there's so many to give. But the cool thing is they are really gaining traction in terms of we know Black Friday, we know Cyber Monday. Now we're really starting to understand and recognize Travel Tuesday. And I think it's a really good option for you guys, again, to bundle your travel plan planning and strategic proactive approach with some of these really good deals, especially again, if you're flexible in timing and in destination. So Travel Tuesday, learn about it, love it, and make sure you're prepared for next year for Travel Tuesday. Okay, I want to also go into a bit of a negative topic. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but there has been legislation around credit card points that could make them go away in the future. And that would be devastating, but I will say, I want to say this very explicitly, it would not keep me from continuing to use a credit card ever. And I'll explain to you the legislation and what it means and how they did something similar with debit cards about a decade ago and what happened with that and why people are trying to fight back on this legislation because the behaviors that they're seeing companies, small businesses take with this legislation is not what they're hoping will happen. So let me go into some detail there. So legislation known as the Credit Card Competition Act was first introduced into Congress in 2022. And the goal was to encourage competition in the electronic credit transaction area, because right now there's this duopoly with MasterCard and Visa really holding a lot of power in terms of forcing merchants and companies, small businesses and larger companies to pay fees for allowing consumers to use credit cards. Sometimes those fees are passed through to the customer and you guys I'm sure have seen that through convenience fees. And sometimes the businesses will eat those fees, but oftentimes they'll just increase their pricing to kind of cover or combat that, similar to like sales tax. So it failed to pass in 2022, but its sponsors reintroduced it this last June in 2023. Basically, it would disrupt or allow other less expensive options outside of the swipe fee of one to 3% that merchants have to pay for allowing consumers to use credit cards. Some of those merchants eat the fee, like I mentioned before, but others build it into their price and you end up paying a convenience fee or something similar. So in theory, if they can reduce that fee or introduce more competition outside of the Visa MasterCard duopoly, then the theory is that it will help consumers and small businesses reduce their overall cost of utilizing credit cards in transactions. There, as mentioned before, is a lot of skepticism around this and around if the actual benefit would come to fruition because again, we have seen this happened a decade ago with debit cards. This is actually where debit card 
reward programs went away eventually. This almost exact same thing happened with debit cards. And what we saw was that the merchants, the companies actually just took in that cost reduction themselves and didn't pass that along to consumers. And they also changed their structure a bit. So if you look at banks now, checking and savings accounts, particularly checking accounts, actually have an increased fee to those. So they've actually increased their pricing. I think it was like 21% of merchants actually increased their prices after the legislation went into effect. And banks basically found a way to recoup some of what they lost in debit card fees and an estimated 14 billion by raising fees on checking accounts. And at the same time, the debit card rewards program basically disappeared as the swipe fees that had funded them declined. So we're literally possibly approaching credit cards the same way that we did debit cards. And we're also seeing that the intended benefit and the intended result that we expect to see with credit cards, we also did not see previously with the debit card. So basically the skepticism is that it would not support what they're thinking it would support and they would find other ways to increase fees and keep charging customers what they're charging to make more money but reduce their costs on the front end and it would then decline the rewards system and program because it would no longer be funded by these specific swipe fees because those would get reduced. So long story short that is where it's at today. So again, in June 2023, the Credit Card Competition Act was reintroduced and it's looking like it could stand alone towards the end of this year to get voted on and potentially be passed. Again, it has not been passed yet, but they are continuing to try to pass that as its own legislation and get that through so that we can introduce or create some competition within the credit card landscape. But again, I think the intended consequences, rewards, behaviors are probably going to be in line with what we saw with debit cards and that would effectively reduce or eliminate those rewards in the future. So we will keep an eye out. Like I said, I am not going to be doing anything different with my credit cards. I think the only thing that I would do if this passed and if we did see the result being that rewards were lowered or decreased or reduced is that I might end up downgrading and that's very easy to do. You just call your credit card company, downgrading your current cards if you are paying an annual fee because you are getting a ridiculous amount of points. Just downgrading all those cards to a $0 annual fee so it costs you nothing to use that card but you still get a lot of the protections, the securities, the benefits, the general benefits of having a credit card. So that would be my only advice to you as this goes through but I'll keep monitoring it and I'll let you know what I find and what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. Okay guys, well that's it for this episode. I hope it gave you some inspiration and some excitement to look forward to for your own travel plans and your own travel strategies and how to reduce your costs so you can get more out of your travel experiences. But in the meantime, always remember, respect yourself by respecting your money. We'll talk soon.